Good morning, Africa. The International Monetary Fund has raised red flags regarding Tanzania's economy and our investors dumping stock on the Nairobi Securities Exchange. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pass and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adon. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adon. Tanzania requires urgent financial support of $1.1 billion, more than 1.5% of GDP in the next 12 months to avert a potential economic fallout arising from the COVID-19 pandemic and the rising import bill linked to rising crude oil prices. The International Monetary Fund says in its country report that the country faces an urgent balance of payment support as the government implements a comprehensive plan to tackle the COVID-19 shock in the wake of declining export receipts and rising import bill. But is the IMF justified in raising the red flag? Uhuru Ombeni is an economist based in Tanzania. I can say the IMF, they have trust with our country. And because of that, they have started to approve some financing within the country. And because of that, we expect more. Because previously, we had a different opinion regarding the COVID-19. And our concern was the impact of vaccination. But right now, we have uh, confidence that the vaccination has no any side effect. That's why you can see at the country we have decided to move with the vaccination. So because of that, you know, it's boosted the trust from the international organization, international funders, to make sure that they support our country and uh, they support our economy to make sure that we move forward from the COVID-19 pandemic. So I can say the IMF is confident with Tanzanian economy and is confident with what, as the country, we are doing to make sure that we move from COVID-19 pandemic and uh, we improve our, 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 our economic activities uh, through uh, different uh, financing uh, options we have with international organizations like IMF. So what sectors could help the rebound? COVID-19 has impacted different sectors, specifically in Tanzania, agriculture sector and tourism sector were more impacted by the COVID-19. That led to the decline in the export receipts, where the import uh, you know, payments has been increasing. So because of that, as a country, we are in need of around $1.1 billion just to cater for the COVID-19 pandemic impact within the next 12 months. And this amount is equivalent to 1.5% of our GDP. Up to now, uh, the IMF has already approved around $567 million just to cater for the balance of payment deficit arising from the COVID-19 pandemic. So looking on that, you can say, you know, we are trying to make sure that we attract investors and at the same time, we create a good environment to make sure that this international organization continue to trust our country and continue to support us as the country. So the issue of vaccination has contributed much to the building trust, providing information about the vaccination, about the, you know, number of you know patients who have COVID-19 has created a room for this international organization to trust us and 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 to continue to provide support to our country. So specifically the sector that has been impacted and and they are going to rebound this year, uh, agriculture has been impacted, tourism has been impacted and construction as well, but not much. So in the next uh, 12 months I see this sector going to rebound because those funds from international organizations were specifically directed to these sectors, to the sector that has a more, you know, uh, activities and 
different each person in the country can support or can do their activities for example agriculture everyone is doing agriculture everyone is involved in infrastructure everyone is involved in one way or another in tourism so this is the main uh, sector that could be uh, the driver for the change of the of the economy in the next 12 months so i see some improvement going forward and specifically on this sector uh, they are going to support the growth of the economy for the coming 12 months. What is the new government doing different? I think the government is doing different on the area of relationship building as a country. We are working to make sure that we have a good relationship with different stakeholders like international organizations such as IMF, World Bank and different private and institutional investors. We are looking to have like, you know, a good uh, legal framework that will attract investors. We are looking to have, you know, like uh, relationship contracts that will make sure that we have a win-win situation between investor and the country. So I think this is more important that the government is doing right now, like make sure that we have inflow of investment and at the same time we move fast from the impact of COVID-19 pandemic. That was Uhuru Ombeni, an economist based in Tanzania. Quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Investors seem to dump stock on more than half of the 58 active counters on the Nairobi Securities Exchange as the bourse is set for its slowest month of trading this year. Of the 58 actively traded counters, 31 are trading below their closing price in March last year when Kenya announced the first case of COVID-19 that pulled down the main market index to a 20-year low as investors dump stocks. This emerged as the combined wealth of investors at the Nairobi Securities Exchange grew $5.5 billion over the period. Vodacom Group has signed a deal that could see it buy an additional 10.9% stake in Safaricom Telecommunications Ethiopia from UK Sovereign Wealth Fund CDC Group at a cost of about $1.7 billion in the coming years. The deal, if completed, will raise Vodacom's interest in the newly formed telco to 17.1%. Meanwhile, civil society members and political party representatives in Angola are criticizing President João Lourenço's budget for UN travel. On September 8th, President Lourenço approved in a presidential decree the sum of $4,119,36 for operating expenses in preparations for the 76th session of the General Assembly of the United Nations, which closed Friday. President João took over in September 2017 at the end of Jose Eduardo dos Santos' 38-year reign and pledged to fight corruption. Today's trading session recorded a turnover of 7,178,000 Randa francs worth of bonds traded in three deals on the fixed income market and 1,058,500 Randa francs from 6,300 shares traded in two deals on the equities market. The Randa stock index and all share index went down by 3.3% and 0.95 points to close at 104 and 146.16 respectively. The MTNR counter closed at 200 rand of francs. It was previously at 218 rand of francs. The trading session recorded a total turnover of 1 million rand of francs from 5,000 shares traded in one deal. INM Bank Randa closed the counter at 45 rand of 
francs staying put. The trading session recorded total turnover of 58,500 rand francs from 1,300 shares traded in one deal. On Mauritius Swan Securities, according to a report published by Statistics Mauritius, the export price index rose by 1.5% for the second quarter to reach 125.2 points compared to 123.3 points in the first quarter. However, import price index rose by 9.5% from 106.4 in quarter one to 116.5 points in quarter two, which represents a drop of 7.5% in the terms of trade ratio. The same report noted an increase in the wage index by 1.3% from 114.8 points in quarter one to reach 116.3 points in quarter two. Main increases in the index were due to high wages in the professional, scientific and technical activity along the manufacturing sector that saw a 4.6% increase. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial and if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is the K-Financial and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial and you can find me, Ruth Adong, on Twitter.